So in June 2020, Obina Ukwani, a Nigerian serial entrepreneur, was appointed chief digital officer for the Bank of Kigali, the largest commercial bank in the East African nation of Rwanda. Such Pan-African appointments are not new, but the circumstances surrounding his make Obina's story truly compelling. Born and raised in Washington, D.C., a high school valedictorian with an economics degree from MIT to boot, you could easily expect Obina to take his pick of jobs from some of the best companies in North America. But he had his high set elsewhere. Um, for whatever reason, I just really felt um, a desire to be a part of, uh, you know, uh, working in Nigeria, building up Nigeria, um, you know, nation building, creating opportunities, etc. You know, my, 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 in my own small way. Um, I, I just really felt like I, you know, if I was gifted, then I wanted my best work to be in a place where the impact would be maximized and closest to home. On this episode of Built in Africa, Obina Okwani takes us on his journey from shaping the development of robotics in Africa to spearheading digital initiatives at the Bank of Kigali, Rwanda. Obina's passion for nation building did not just come out of the blue. When I was 11 um, and 12, my dad sent me to, um, me and my older sister to boarding school in, in Enugu actually. Um, and I wasn't a bad kid. I was always a top student, but you know, he really, really felt a need to make sure that I um, understood where he came from, where we came from. According to Obina, those two years were pretty tough, but he admits they had the intended effect of helping him understand his roots in Nigeria. You know, when I had um, finished uh, my education there and I returned to the U.S. to finish my high school for the last three years and then I graduated and you know was accepted to MIT. <laughs> I then traveled to Nigeria I think the summer after my freshman year in, in, in the university and when I got to Enugu this, this had now been maybe four or five years since I had graduated uh, or not graduated, but but left after my boarding school experience. Um, you know, I, I met with my peers and my friends who I had made during the time that I had spent there, and you know, we um, caught up, and I was telling them, you know, about my experience and you know where I was now, and I told them that I was at MIT, and they actually didn't really believe me. To prove that he was going to MIT. Obina's friends asked him to build a website on the spot. Um, and so I just, you know, put together some HTML and CSS and did some Photoshop and all that stuff. Um, uh, and then actually built a website. We sat down for hours and just did it. And then, you know, they were, they were I guess, amazed. That encounter literally inspired him to bet Exposure Robotics, an academy looking to expose young minds to the field of robotics which he launched in the summer of 2012 while still at MIT. Prior to that, he had engaged with the District of Columbia Public Schools, where he taught robotics fundamentals to high school students. 
Uh, I, before I graduated from high school, I was the president of um, our first FIRST Robotics League team. And uh, my mentor, math teacher, and uh, I guess team coach, uh, Mr. Kenneth Leslie, um, he invited me to, I guess, teach um, for the District of Columbia Public Schools um, as a summer tutor for robotics. And I guess doing the actual job, I discovered that I was really good at teaching um, and also that I really enjoyed it. There was, there's still today, there's really no feeling like it. Um, you know, it's a truly like transformative thing, teaching someone a new skill. Um, and, you know, from there, it's just, you know, uh, another skill I put in my quiver and you know, I figured, okay, I'm really good at teaching and I enjoy it. So, you know, I, I taught robotics for, for then two summers. And then this led into, you know, all the other things that I did, Exposure Robotics, Nessa by Makers, um, uh, Makers Academy, Makers Robotics Academy Rwanda, et cetera, et cetera. It then became really clear to Obina that the skills he had gained and his various experiences would prove very useful in Africa. So in 2015, his decision to move back to Lagos, Nigeria, was so much easier. In January 2018, he founded the Makers Robotic Academy in Rwanda and partnered with the Bank of Kigali to provide intensive robotics training to over 40 children. Ukwani is very proud of the impact the tutoring program has had on the lives of the students. He even shared some of them at TechPoint Inspired 2018. Over 113 students from all over Nigeria, every corner of Nigeria, north, south, and even a few from Ghana. Um, yeah, I mean, just the impact on the students and maybe the fact that myself and my classmates that I led um, we were brave enough to, to do this, you know, when everyone else was on Wall Street and stuff. I don't know, just crazy and really focused that we focused enough to, uh, to make this happen. And Obina's various ventures have brought a lot of Africans in the diaspora who have also been inspired to help contribute to the development of Africans in various capacities. You know, in, in, in the process for the three summers that we did this thing, um, you know, I, I also brought foreigners to Nigeria, other Nigerians to Nigeria who would not have visited otherwise, other, you know, Africans to Nigeria, you know, Ghanaians, American whites, um, uh, Cameroonians, um, you know, Nigerian Americans like myself, I brought them to Nigeria for, you know, like a, what was effectively a two month period. Um, and, uh, yeah, we all just, you know, had a blast and taught a bunch of kids and you know, made a lot of impact and really just had an experience that all of us will carry with us for the rest of our lives. So I think that was, you know, those were some of the things that I'm really proud of. So, Obina and a number of his classmates at MIT decided to embark on the robotics project at Kigali. He believes its success among other things, also contributed to his appointment as Chief Digital Officer for the Bank of Kigali. I worked directly with the CEO and my direct predecessor, the CDO at the time, as well as their entire marketing department to execute that. I have a number of um, 
relationships um, in Rwanda as well. You know, I've been visiting for, um, you know, for the last, uh, I want to say three years, very, very frequently, every month, every other month, you know. I think it's also worth mentioning that in Rwanda, leadership is really keen on giving young people um, responsibility and sometimes responsibility that seems, um, you know, super, super huge. So I think I just consider myself fortunate to have been, I guess, chosen to contribute and I'm grateful that they kind of acknowledged what I have to, to give. So, yeah. Besides his various tutoring roles, Obina has also ventured into agriculture by founding and chairing Brooks Oil Mills, a midstream agro-processing company. He also led business operations and product management for Nigerian payment company, Paystack. Interestingly, Obinal's role as chief digital officer at the Bank of Kigali converges on his experiences in agriculture and digital payments. He is primarily responsible for the division known as the Digital Factory, DF. This division includes engineers of all skill sets, product managers, data scientists, data analysts, and business analysts that work together to build channels and innovative products and services on behalf of the bank. You know, like many banks, uh, Bank of Kigali had outsourced a lot of, um, you know, applications uh, that are critical to delivering services to customers, whether it's USSD or mobile applications and, and you know the, the DF was set up two years ago to start in-housing a lot of these while introducing new new products and services like Ecofi to, to the market. Ecofi is a digital wallet that offers financial services that are mainly focused on farmers, agro-dealers, uh, agribusinesses and other players in the agricultural ecosystem. I think the easiest way to describe it um, is to call it a direct competitor to the likes of MTN Momo, mobile money. In Rwanda, I think over around 60% of all the money that moves electronically um, from a volume stamp, uh, value standpoint uh, is done as um, mobile money transfer. In Rwanda, note, you are more likely to use mobile money than a debit card. And Finclusion estimates that one in four Rwandas use the service. According to Obina, almost everyone has a USSD for MTM Momo, which dominates the electronic payment space in the East African nation. That's the way things are just done here. Whether you're paying a carpenter to do work around the house or you're buying a television in, in, in the supermarket, um, everyone has a USSD code uh, for MTN Momo. So, MTN as a telco dominates the electronic payment space. Um, so there are obviously a lot of limitations to that. There, there are also like just systemic advantages you know, having um, you know a reliable way to move money around. But um, you know for, for banks, especially uh, local banks, local companies, and for the government, you know, they, they'd love to have a local player. Um, with more uh, sway, I guess, in the digital payment space. And, you know, Kofi was a way for the bank to get their products more directly to the unbanked, um, you know, as a way of uh, bringing more potential customers into the Bank of Kigali ecosystem. The Bank of Kigali is the largest bank in Rwanda with 79 network branches and over a thousand staff. The government 
owned the majority stake in the bank before the company went public. Though it had tried expanding to other countries, the entry of Diane Karosisi as CEO shifted focus to further deepen the bank's presence in Rwanda and bring more financially excluded people into the sector. Obina insists that Ikofi's main focus for now remains players in the agricultural sector because, like several African countries, an estimated 60% of Rwanda's population is employed in the agricultural sector, contributing over 30% of the GDP. Um, and a lot of these people are not financially included. So the first step to that is to get them on some sort of payments network, give them a place to store their money, give them access to you know different types of financial services. And, and this is the dream of Ecofi. Um, and you know that's it's very much a journey that uh, is just beginning. And it's part of it's actually a, a really big part of my mandate to try to make sense out of Ecofi and, and the opportunities that exist for Ecofi. So yeah. Besides Ecofi, Obina plans to gain inspiration from his experience with Paystack and the fintech sector in Nigeria. He wants to help develop the payment space in Rwanda. You see, he wants to also bring it up to date with world-class standards and engaged in stuff like predictive analysis and to foster lending activities to farmers among several other initiatives. But Obina maintains that tutoring young Africans remains his core passion. However, initiatives such as uh, Nessa by Makers have been placed on hold due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And for now, the Bank of Kigali's digital initiative remains his main focus. I think definitely at some point, you'll definitely see some more, some more tutoring um, from me. Uh, you know, maybe another education venture or something in the future. And I still have investors who, who even now want to continue working with me on, on, on educational ventures. So, so yeah, I think, I think definitely at some point, but uh, you have a huge, huge mandate at the bank and just focus on that for the time being, but, but definitely the, you know, looking forward to one day getting back to, uh, you know, where I guess where I started. Ovina believes his experiences over the last few years have somewhat prepared him for this role. He hopes to make his home country, Nigeria, really proud with the work he's doing in Rwanda. Thank you for listening to Beauty in Africa. This script was adapted by Emmanuel Paul and edited by Muiwa Matuluko. Research and interview by Emmanuel Paul. Sound design by Ohene Karo Obutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Emmanuel Paul. And I am Kola Oluluani Femi. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Built in Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also email us feedback at hello at builtin.africa. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.